This is Tony Drake, Certified Financial Planner with Drake & Associates, and this is the Retirement Ready Show. Our goal is to educate you on the many topics of retirement and inform you how to create a successful Retirement Ready Roadmap. Thank you for joining me today for another episode where we will make your Retirement Ready Roadmap simple. I'm Tony Drake, Certified Financial Planner with Drake & Associates, and you're tuned in to the Retirement Ready Show got my compadres brad allen randy winkler how you doing how's everybody doing doing great great yeah some uh some big moments in sports this week i saw that since we're on a sports show here yeah gonna talk about lebron and tom brady retiring all kinds of fun stuff so what was it lebron was the scoring record right mm-hmm. yeah. yeah passed up kareem yeah didn't think that one would ever get beat i know yeah, that was uh, quite the record. But you th- and you wonder if it's ever going to get beat again. I mean, you know, LeBron started what he was eighteen right out of high school, right? Yeah, he was born the day before me. He's thirty eight, so he's, twenty years. He says he's going to play for a few more years. Yeah, he wants to play with his son. Yeah, crazy. Yeah, Tom Brady retired a second time for now. Yeah, for now. <laughs> I got a I got a funny I got an audio clip here of Tom Brady this week. I won't be long winded. You only get one super. Emotional retirement essay, and I used mine up last year. So, uh, really, thank you guys so much to every single one of you for supporting me, my family, my friends, my teammates, my competitors. Uh, I could go on forever. There's too many. Um, thank you guys for allowing me to live my absolute dream. I wouldn't change a thing. Pretty emotional. Yeah. But one thing we know for sure, Brad, you know, you don't always get a second shot at retirement. That's true. Yeah, I mean, uh, it's it's one of those things where he, he retired, he went back to work. You don't want to do that, right? Um, a lot of people right now, because the the market's kind of crazy, they're, they're, that's the, the fear, right? They're, they're getting close to retirement. Maybe they had planned to retire in 2023, and now they're saying, should I do that or should I wait a little bit? Because I don't want to retire, and then all of a sudden have to go back to work after that because my, my you know 401k went down so much that I don't have time to make it back. That's what happened in 2008. A lot of people went back to work after that. Because they were too aggressive in the market, the market dropped forty percent. They maybe they went down even more than that, and you just run out, out of time uh, to make that back. And so you, you just don't want to do that. And it all comes down to just planning, planning for retirement. And and planning is as early as starting in your twenties when you first start going to work. How much are you putting away into your four hundred one k? You know how much are you putting away into the Roth four hundred one k? Because that's an option now. You know taxes are lower today, especially in your early years. If you're working, you're probably not making as much as you will when you're closer to retirement. Great time to put money in a Roth, get some tax free accounts growing for the next thirty forty years. You know, um, so just coming up with a plan at what stage in life you are is so important. But Coming up with a plan has to do all about your goals. What are your goals? When do you want to retire? What do you want to do in retirement? How much are you going to spend? That'll tell you where you have to take money from and when to turn on Social Security and all those different things. So knowing your goals ahead of time, uh, coming into an appointment at Drake & Associates or whoever you're working with, those goals should be what's in the middle and you build the plan around that. Right, all the different areas that you have to cover to hit those goals along the way, and that uh, I'll tell you what I mean. It, it, there's a process for a reason, right? We start with that, then we start with the budget, then we kind of build the plan around that. So, I would say if you don't know what your goals are yet, 
that's something to have a conversation about with your spouse, you know, and get on the same page there and then create a budget for it and then start putting that plan together. You know, I think, <clears throat> excuse me, one thing I, I think with uh, Tom Brady, uh, he didn't come back to work after his first retirement because he needed the money. He came back because he was passionate about the game and probably realized he didn't know what he was going to do in retirement. Uh, we, we don't work with many people that are, are making you know, hundreds of millions of dollars a year. But what I do see is there's sometimes when you let people know that they can retire, suddenly it's not as big of a immediate need. Like, oh, I'm so stressed out. I can't stand my commute. You know, my boss is a jerk. I don't like my job. And then you show them, yeah, you're fine. You could be done today. I've been surprised many times over the years when you check in with that person and they're still working six months later or a year or two years. And they're like, you know what? I suddenly found that my job wasn't stressful anymore because I knew I could walk out at any point. Now, that's not the same as having such a passionate love for football like Tom Brady has. But um, to know that you can walk out at any point, you know what? I'm having a great day and I I think I'm done. (laughs) Yeah, it's that freedom of knowing, right? Just knowing that the choice is in your hands and that, that can really emotionally change kind of the structure in your relationship with what you're doing and i think so many people right now understandably guys are you know we heard it so much in 2022 and continuing to hear it hey i either just retired or i'm planning on retiring can i do that in in a market where you know inflation is so high can i do that in a market that's been so volatile can i do that knowing taxes are going up in 2026 and you know, our winners in Washington can't seem to close the checkbook, right? I mean, can you know, can we do these things? And, and that's, Brad, to your point where it boils down to having that plan. And because one thing that, that I would say is most important, if I could summarize kind of, you know, we, we have our, our kind of company mantra, if you will. We guide good people to make great decisions so they can enjoy retirement. And that last part is most key for me. Right. What I, what I don't want is people laying in bed at night worried about their portfolios. Right. You need to know that you have a plan that's been tested, created and, and can really withstand the things that can happen in retirement. So you have the confidence to not worry about it. Absolutely. And it starts early. I mean, building building your retirement accounts ahead of time, but not only just, you know, the 401k, that's all pre-tax, but think about the different buckets that you might need later on in retirement. What I can tell you is that a lot of the folks that we work with who are great savers and they put all their money into the 401ks, their entire working career, what they're dealing with right now is trying to figure out how to lower their taxes in retirement. A lot of people are in a higher tax bracket in retirement than even when they were working sometimes because you have to factor in, in your 70s, you have to start taking money out of those pre-tax accounts. The government starts making you take out a percentage every single year, and that's added as income to whatever you're getting already. Maybe you're lucky enough to have a pension that comes in every month. You will have Social Security by that point. Maybe you have rental income, but you have all this income that's coming in in your 70s. And it really does start to push up your tax bracket. And tax brackets are going to be even higher for most people in retirement because after 2026, those tax brackets go up. So one of the big things uh, over the last couple of years here is contribution rates to 401k plans hit an all-time high in 2021 with a combined average savings of 13.9%. Those are the most recent stats we have on retirement savings, but how do we figure out what to do with our retirement savings when we retire? So nearly 
88% of 401k plans allow employees to contribute to a Roth 401k. That hasn't always been the case, right? A lot, a lot of people just had pre-tax 401ks, but now they have this Roth option in there. So you can start paying the taxes now, especially if you're early in your career, or you're in your 30s, 40s. I mean, it may be a great time to put as much as you can into that Roth 401k to really keep your taxes down later. And what's, down what's the Roth, Brad? Uh, that tax-free. <laughs> tax-free. Say it with me. <laughs> tax-free. Sorry. Lost me there for a second. That's all right. That's all right. But yeah, I mean, you will never look back in retirement and say, man, I wish I didn't put this much money in tax-free accounts. It just doesn't happen, right? I mean, that money is coming to you tax-free. It doesn't count as income. There's no required minimum distributions. It's keeping your tax bracket lower. And it also goes to your family. If that's a goal of yours to leave money to your kids or grandkids, it also goes to them tax-free, right? So there's no two better words in retirement than those two words put together. And that starts early, though. There's a lot of uh, Roth options and all these different employer plans. So take advantage of them while you can. I love hearing those contribution numbers, especially over the time period, because I think some people just outsmart themselves. I can't tell you how many times I heard, oh, I was smart. I stopped contributing to my 401k when the market went down. And I think to myself, you didn't want to buy things on sale. Uh, these people that have contributed and the ups and downs in the market, take advantage of that. You're buying more when the market's down, less when the market's up. But again, you have to look at your time frame for somebody who's younger and they can ride this out. This is a, a volatile market is your best friend. Absolutely. But if you're getting close to retirement, and you're going to be living on that. You probably want to take a uh, closer look at the different buckets. Having your safe bucket for what do we need for the next few years, your growth bucket to take advantage of that. But uh, yeah, you're, you're those uh, monthly contributions where you kind of set it and forget it. Pick a good allocation and put the same amount in every month and then um, watch it grow. I, I remember this is actually my cousin. I was helping her with her 401k back in, uh, I think it was, I think it was around 2008 and she wanted to stop contributing. And uh, I told her, no, keep going. In fact, double it up. I gave her a little stronger advice. And then um, after a couple of years, she called back and she's like, something's wrong. My account's way too big. And I'm like, no, you were buying everything on sale for about two years yeah. and now it's paying off. So uh, yeah, you, you get surprises on both sides and you kind of want to flip your, your attitude on its head when it's going down. Hey, maybe we crank it up when it's all the way up. Well, maybe then's the point you back off depending on your time frame. Hey, podcast fans, if you're ready to take the next steps to create your retirement ready roadmap, then visit us at retirementreadyshow.com. Here you can download educational white papers, sign up for educational no obligation workshops, or schedule your complimentary consultation. Also, don't forget to follow us and like us on Facebook, LinkedIn, Instagram, Twitter, and YouTube. Now back to the podcast. Great way. I mean, for, for the people that are kind of do-it-yourselfers out there, you may have heard of the term of dollar cost averaging. That's really what Randy's talking about, right? You're, you're kind of continuing to buy regardless of the market conditions and maybe doubling up when it's down. So that really helps you in the long term. And, but it does also lead, I think, to one of the issues that we see in retirement where, you know, people maybe were comfortable with that approach and they were more aggressive and sometimes they don't make that adjustment in retirement. And I'm not saying everybody needs to get more conservative from a risk perspective, but I'm saying a lot of people probably do. 
right? Because it's just a different stage of life where, you know, your cousin, by way of example, she didn't need it, right? Yep. She could put the money in and she had time in front of her. When we're in retirement, suddenly we need that money, you know, for the electric company, gas company. They're not going to say, well, you know, let me, let me wait and pay that bill when the market recovers, right? I mean, you don't want to take things out when they're down. So I think getting the right risk in retirement, Brad, is such a key component to a successful retirement where you're not worried about your accounts. Yeah, and, and having your risk tolerance done for you because nine out of 10 people have no idea how much risk they're taking, really. I mean, you look at your 401k statement and you have all these different accounts and you're looking at large caps and small caps and mid caps, but what does that actually mean? You know, how much actual risk are you taking in the market right now when you're looking at that 401k statement? And most people have no idea. The only time they figure it out is when the market actually goes down and they feel how fast that went down and they say, oh, man, I was probably way more aggressive than I should have been at that point. And you're talking about time too, right? You give away time in retirement, but can you also, with your plan, build time? Can you create time? right? Um, and the way to do that is to have different buckets. Do you have a, a safe bucket to draw from when the market's down? And, and do you have more aggressive buckets for later on in retirement? Because if you have that set up the right way, you're not so worried about the market being down in those growth buckets because you have time on your side. You created time for yourself because you have a certain place to draw from no matter what the market's doing over the next 10 years. And the money that's over there that you're not drawing from right now it has more time to go back up. So it's not only factoring in, you know, do you have the time to make it back, but can you create that time for yourself in retirement to be successful in the long run? I really like the uh, tool we have for analyzing risk. It's called Riskalyze. You get two scores. One is your tolerance score and one's your portfolio score. And it's, uh, it's unfortunate that we see very often that those aren't in alignment. Somebody's risk score comes in and it's on a scale of one to 99 and they're a 30 you know, more on the conservative side. And then we put their portfolio in and it's at an 80. You can say, hey, you're taking way too much risk. And they have a portfolio, but they don't have a plan. They don't have a, uh, and maybe the things aren't in the right places. There's places to be aggressive and places to be more conservative. We see the flip side too. Sometimes people have an 80 risk tolerance and their portfolio is at a 30. That's not necessarily wrong. You don't need to take more risk. But uh, just knowing where you're at making sure that the plan is designed around your comfort level is, is really important. You got to nail that. You got to get that right. And, and Brad, I think that, you know, kind of leads us to what, what people are thinking. So when you have a, you know, maybe a couple or an individual that comes in today that, that's saying, boy, can I retire? You know, how do you walk them through that? Well, you know, wh what's the process when they sit down with you? Um, what's that look and feel like? And, and what are the kind of things that you're exploring to determine, you know, can we still retire in this economy? You bet. Yeah. And the, the hard part is people come in and they say, I have no idea if I have enough money or not. You know, I had a, a client uh, about a week ago that came in and you know, doesn't spend a whole lot of money and had upwards of, you know, three, $4 million, still not knowing, do I have enough? Will I be okay? You know, and so that question, no matter how much you've saved or how comfortable you should feel, it's hard because, you know, you, now you're in it. And, and you, even though you have nice numbers in the market, you say, well, what if it all goes away one day, you know? So the process really is just, you know, starting off by figuring out what your goals are. And if you're a couple, uh, maybe one person's goal is to travel the world. The other person wants to be at home reading books. You know, I mean, you have to get on the same page with those goals and make sure that, um, you know, whatever they are, that, that you're in line with that. And maybe a goal is to leave as much money to the kids as possible, or maybe a goal is to spend every penny you have and not leave anything to anybody, you know, but those are different 
forks in the road when it comes to retirement planning. So we have to know those goals ahead of time. And then once those goals are known, we have to create a budget for those goals, right? How much are you going to spend on the things you want to do in retirement? Because that's the first step. And then we have to look at social security. So social security is one of those things that you've been pouring money into your whole life and you have to figure out how do I take this money out? But not only how or when to take it out, how does it work with everything else that I have? You know, maybe it makes more sense to draw from somewhere else first, like a 401k, just purely from a tax standpoint, because early in retirement, you're in a much lower tax bracket. And every year you don't take Social Security, it goes up a little bit. So knowing what that Social Security plan looks like, tying that in with the other assets is very important. And then you look at your investments. So what kind of risk are you taking right now? How, do you feel comfortable with that risk? Let's put some numbers on that and just make sure everything's in line. And maybe it is. But if it's not, then what ideas do we have to either lower or increase that risk to get you more in line with where your tolerance is? Um, what are you using for your risk bucket? Is it uh, mutual funds, ETFs, index funds? You know, the, the, there's so many different things out there. Uh, what makes the most sense there? Income planning is huge. You know, knowing where to draw from, when to draw from it, what type of bucket, how is it taxed, all these things and creating a plan for that. But then, you know, that's kind of the asset side of things. Then you have to look at the healthcare side. I mean, do you have a Medicare plan? Are you retiring before 65? What is that going to look like? Um, what about taxes? You know, do you have a plan for Roth conversions or tax strategies now? Are you going to be in a higher tax bracket later? Estate planning is a big deal too, right? So do you have a will or trust and powers of attorneys? All these things should be in your retirement plan because they all coincide and work together as one entire plan. It's a holistic plan, which means it's not just stocks and bonds anymore. You have to look at how do these areas affect each other in different ways. I was just thinking the other day I was asked, uh, what's the most common conversation that I have with people that we meet with? And I think the expectation was, you know, what do you think about the economy or what's the Fed doing or interest rates? I never would have guessed two decades ago that the most common conversation I have is you have a large nest egg. You're going to have plenty of money left over at 100. You need to think about spending more money. I mean, it, seriously, that is the most common conversation I have with people. But again, if you have a portfolio and not a plan, that never crosses your mind. You have kind of that, do, you know, do we need a budget? Do we need to back off? You know, the, the nice thing about the plan is it's, it's factoring in the stuff that happens in the market. We don't want people ever to, if, if somebody comes up to me and says, hey, can I still retire? Or how do I react to the market? Or do I need to go back to work? I know they don't have a plan. If they have a, if they have a plan, that kind of question doesn't come up. That's factored in. We have to have all of those things. I always go to travel. You know, if you're if you're driving somewhere and you've got a GPS, you might get rerouted because of construction or traffic or weather, but you're still going to make it there. You don't turn around and go home. So uh, having a retirement plan gives you the confidence to to do what you want to do. And then that big challenge, which is an enormous challenge, is how are you going to spend more money now that you know that you can? Depends on the traffic. I might turn around and go home. <laughs> <laughs> it, is, it is an interesting concept, Randy. You said spend more money. You know, I, I think we also, so many people are worried about outliving their money. And sometimes we'll get people who have been so fiscally conservative, they're almost paralyzed to spend money. And sometimes that's the conversation, right? Hey, unless you just really want to pass on as much as you can to the kids and grandkids or charities or whatever you're passionate about, 
you know, let's step up the spending because any model we look at, any interest rate inflationary environment, you're going to have a ton of money left. And, and sometimes that's just a difficult kind of bridge to cross for people because they are so worried about outliving their money. They didn't get to that point in retirement where they had all that savings by kind of spending a lot of money. So that can be a difficult bridge to, to cross. So that's really the balance. And I think where having a plan comes into place is knowing hey, how much can I spend, do some of that fun stuff without worrying about outliving my assets? And, you know, Brad, I think that's a conversation you have a lot too. And one of the big ways we can help answer that is with tax planning. It's huge. You know, taxes are lower today than what they have been in the past and what they will be in the future. You know, oftentimes we look at what is the, the country's debt to GDP ratio right now? And if you don't know what that is, if you think about it as your household, how much debt do you have as a household versus what you're bringing in from work and those things? And if you look at those numbers in the country right now, that debt number just keeps going up and up and up and up. We've been spending a lot of money over the last couple of years, rightfully so on some things, but um, the debt is very high and the GDP is, is kind of not as high. So uh, the last time that that happened was in the 1940s. And if you look at what they did to combat that, they, they, the government raised taxes pretty substantially back then to combat that debt to GDP ratio. 94% was the top bracket. There was a 94% tax bracket in this country at one time. Not everybody was in it, right? I mean, that was the top tax bracket. And will they do that again? I probably doubt it, right? But our top tax bracket right now is 37%. So, you know, taxes are going to go up. And, and what does that look like for you and your family? And what can you do today to have a big impact tomorrow? Things like Roth conversions or charitable giving strategies. There's so many different things you can talk about in this area, but it should be part of that overall retirement plan. Can you lower your taxes in the future by paying attention to it today? Lowering taxes is a really phenomenal way to do that. All these different tax systems are kind of intertwined, and, and getting that right can really add longevity to the portfolio. And that's really the name of the game, especially when you're thinking about retiring in this type of economy. And I know so many folks have the question, you know, have I saved enough? Where should I put it? How do I make sure it's going to last for good? And these are probably questions you have if you're getting close to retirement. I know a lot of folks are worried about their savings. Is it enough? You know, we want to be able to definitively answer for you, can you retire? Most folks don't have a written financial plan. A written retirement roadmap can help you feel more financially stable and can help you feel happier in retirement. So reach out to us, whether you want us, our help, reach out to someone. I think having a solid plan that de deals with the five key areas in retirement is really gonna bring about that peace of mind and that happiness that you're looking for in retirement. You've been listening to the Retirement Ready Show. Hey, podcast fans, if you're ready to take the next steps to create your Retirement Ready Roadmap, then visit us at retirementreadyshow.com. Here you can download educational white papers, sign up for educational no-obligation workshops, or schedule your complimentary consultation. Also, don't forget to follow and like us on Facebook, LinkedIn, Instagram, Twitter, and YouTube. Thanks for tuning in. 
Drake & Associates LLC is an independent financial services firm that utilizes a variety of investment and insurance products. Advisory services offered through Drake & Associates LLC, an SEC-registered investment advisor. Investing involves risk, including the potential loss of principal. Any references to protection, safety, or lifetime income generally refer to fixed insurance products, never securities or investments. Insurance guarantees are backed by the financial strength and claims-paying abilities of the issuing carrier. This podcast is intended for informational purposes only. It is not intended to be used as the sole basis for financial decisions, nor should it be construed as advice designed to meet the particular needs of an individual's situation. Drake & Associates LLC is not permitted to offer. No statement made during this show shall constitute tax or legal advice. Our firm is not affiliated with or endorsed by the U.S. government or any governmental agency. The information and opinions contained herein provided by third parties have been obtained from sources believed to be reliable, but accuracy and completeness cannot be guaranteed by Drake & Associates LLC.